0: All right guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Kalipa and I have with me Matt O'Keefe. So Matt and I met, uh, I don't know, I've, I've known of him for a long time. We met maybe for the first time like what, like a year or two ago. Yep. And um, Matt has an interesting background. So he represents quite a few of the athletes in the CrossFit space in particular. And what I want to talk about today is the business of CrossFit athletes, which is something we've never talked about. And frankly, I don't know who... Is better to talk about it than with you, and so um, you got time for a twenty-minute AMRAP?
1: Absolutely, let's do it.
0: So today's uh, today's workout or today's uh, discussion is going to be twenty minutes. We're going to talk about kind of like the the competitive athlete. Um, what's the career trajectory? What's the sponsorships look like? And not a better guy than to talk to Matt about. It. So we're going to start in three, two, one, and let's go. So, speaking of Matt, let's talk about your first. Um, Client, I should say, Um, friend, client, uh, who is Matt Frazier. And I think everybody, for the most part, knows who Matt Frazier is. We're here at the CrossFit Games, and he's about to, in my opinion, you know, set himself up for a third-time win. Uh, Today's Sunday. He's 100-plus points ahead. He's extremely dominant in our sport. And I'm proud to, to know him. He's a great human being. And so tell me, how did you meet Matt? And, and how did you start even thinking about, you know, kind of representing people? How, how did you meet Matt?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> um, first time I saw Matt was at the 2013 regionals, where which is, I think, uh, the first time a lot of people in the CrossFit world saw him yeah. when he overhead, won that overhead squat. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I didn't know Matt at the time. Um, f- fast forward, he competed at the ECC, the, the old ECC, which was uh, – in October, actually, um, and I just went to watch. And I lift. I worked out at a CrossFit gym in Danvers, Mass. That uh, Massachusetts. That a girl, Allie Henry, who he lifted with in the Olympic lifting program mm-hmm. uh, at the training center. Um, they were friends, and she was going to watch this kid compete. Oh. And so she said, "Hey, come on, watch my friend compete." And it happened to be Matt. I met him that day, and I was just starting my clothing company at the time. Redline. That was Redline. Yep.
0: Now is Redline still going?
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm all over the place, so there are some. I have people that that help me with that, but um, so I'm more concentrated on what the athletes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I want to come back to that, but with the Matt story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So he, um, I was looking for someone to help me with that from an athlete influencer perspective. So Allie got us connected, and that's uh-huh. how I met Matt.
0: So you met Matt primarily. Hey, you know, I, I started this clothing line, Red line Gear, um, and you you met him through that. And mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, you're about to go pick him up right now. As far as I'm concerned, you guys have become uh, not not just partners, but but friends. And Sammy, right, is his, his fiance, yeah. and so over the years, that relationship, I guess, has kind of morphed and developed, if it's for lack of a better term.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny. People will ask me about Matt. Refer to him. As a client, it's way more personal than that. I'd say Matt's, you know, my best friend, uh, like a son a lot of times in certain situations, but a brother as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a really cool part of my life now that you know that he's a part of it. It didn't come into it. I, you know, I'm very fortunate to have him in my life.
0: And so you you started this clothing company, but before we even get there, and before we even get how you represent athletes now, how you're you're basically looking for a spon- sponsoring athletes and then it turned into more or less representing athletes which by the way we should say as of right now you probably have what 10 of the top 10 in male female right um, you probably represent 10 of the top 10 currently as we sit more or less
1: yeah yeah you know, on you know on the female and male side yeah it's like five out of the tops, top 10. tops 10 of each yeah, yeah at least yeah
0: which that's a huge accomplishment I want to get to that but before we get there um, why redline gear? What got you to the place where you were starting a clothing company? Um, who are you? What's your background? What's that? What's that?
1: Yeah, great question. I, I um, Like a lot of people, I think, in our space, you know, had a life-changing event in CrossFit, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was newer at the time, I think, from a business perspective, it growing, didn't like what I was doing and wanted to, you know, get into it somehow. Had an idea from a branding, a brand perspective, um, and was da- decided to dabble with that. You know, as a side thing, I sold insurance. You know,
0: you sold insurance. I okay.
1: started. My family owned a car dealership. Okay. Um, and and I learned a lot there from my. I father. bet you learned
0: how to sell cars. I
1: did. I <laughs> did. I let you know, but I changed oil. Um, I you know, my father put me in the shop. I I changed oil. I sold parts. Uh, I answered the phones, um, and you know I ended up managing the business by the end. So it's just a—I I look back on that experience in my life. And Dude, it was like—I mean, I cannot. It's phenomenal. I go back to that all the. You know, people that work with me now, I—I I reference my uh, training there all the time. And you know, I wanted to do more at the beginning. And you know, how old was, were
0: you when you started working there?
1: Twenty-two, right out of college. I actually yeah. would would come. You know, it's really funny. He would—I'll um, never forget. I, w- I decided that I was going to make my, my college schedule only Tuesday and Thursday of my senior year. I was at Boston College. I thought I had it all figured out. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, he found that out and made me come back and change oil on Monday and Friday. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. so I wouldn't, you know, be so messing you, around.
0: You worked there a little bit during college. Yeah.
1: So I've learned, you know, anyway, I learned unbelievable life and business lessons through that experience oh
0: yeah i mean it's like me you know i started working at the gym at a really young age and i learned so much work in the front desk from when i was 15 moving on and and so you 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 worked at your father's automotive you know uh sold cars did this did that which is phenomenal right and then you got into the insurance business sounds like and then out of the insurance business you then what you found crossfit and you said hey look I think there's an opportunity to start a clothing company. Is that kind of, why, yeah. why clothing? I mean, cause as you know, that's a,
1: <laughs> it's a hard space. Huh? It's a hard space. I found that out. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no, no. I just, like I said, I, I, you know, I thought like everybody, I think not everybody, a lot of people think open a gym, Yep. which, you know, now I know that would have been an insane, crazy idea. You know, better than any that, you
0: know. Yeah. Opening a gym is not as easy as what some people think.
1: I've learned uh, that that was i'm I'm very grateful I didn't make that decision as my thought of moving into the business side but uh I don't know you know I had a i I thought that there was a very uh you know I, I thought the crowd was like that golf crowd I always loved the the trinkets and the clothing and you know there were some or you know organic brands but I thought there needed to be more and I was like hey I got a good idea for a brand and why redline um why, I the thought name, it, why the name? The... Oh, I thought it related really well to our space. Like, you know, you're always on the line. Oh, you're trying line. to redline it. Yeah, you're always, like, towing that line. So I just thought it was, like, you know, a cool, you know, idea for what we do in CrossFit.
0: Okay. And so, um, with the insurance, did you learn anything about the legal side? I mean, like what, what did you have any background in, in, in league? Cause I assume now with all your athletes, you have to deal with some legal stuff.
1: A lot. Yeah, yeah. Great, great question. Again, I think, um, well, my, my, wife's a lawyer, she's a partner at a law firm in, oh, in Boston. So okay. that was very helpful. And yeah, insurance, you got to read a lot of, um, contracts and, yep. and language and, uh, she quickly helped me with on the front end of that, and I became, you know, obviously uh, well-versed in that stuff the longer I've been in it and the more experience I've gotten. But, yeah, I've had a lot of support from her and others. I have a mentor, uh, an agent mentor that was an NBA and golf agent, uh, represented like uh, Amari Stottlemyre, D. Brown. He was a friend at an early age, and he really held my hand along the way. Huh. So it was great. Okay.
0: Awesome. So life insurance, wife is an attorney, which is great. Right. Um, and then boom, you meet Matt and obviously you start representing him and you know, you become friends. And, and, and from what I know about Matt is he's um, he likes people that have been loyal to him. Right. And he doesn't like people who haven't been loyal to him. And so he likes people because if 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 before he was winning the The World Championships of CrossFit. If people are treating him right, taking care of him, then he, you know, he knows that they're, you know, looking for his best interest, right? And so, you meet Matt, and then how does it kind of morph into representing him? um, And then how does it morph from representing him into representing more athletes? Is I guess what I'm curious about. Like, how did did you meet these other athletes? Did Matt introduce you? Said, hey, like, you know, I heard you need a deal. How did that? How did that work?
1: Yeah, great matt the the matt thing um sort of i sponsored him yeah and he was getting attraction from other brands obviously as he started to be like burst in the space well
0: because 2013 he took uh fourth. fourth yeah and then oh yeah in the regionals yeah and then at 14 he took second right
1: no, no, he won. It, well, no, no, fourteen in the oh, games. Oh, the games. Yeah, yeah. His in the first games, trip. He, t- yeah. he
0: took he took second, which I remember very well. And then <laughs> yeah. after that, he just basically just kept killing the game.
1: Yeah, he. Um, anyway, he was getting that year, uh, leading up to that regional in fourteen. He was getting uh, deals thrown at him, and he was, you know, and like you said, like I, he was. I was probably the only one he even remotely trusted. Probably not even me at that point. Right, right we were very right, new right, to each right, other. Right. right. And he was just like, hey, do you mind taking a look at this? I know your wife's right. a lawyer. Right. Um, so I would look at it. And then, you know, it, there was a situation early on where I said, dude, don't sign that. And um, let me at least talk to them for you. And I helped improve the situation. Yeah. And um, at that point, he was, you know, he was like, how did you do that? And, and by the way, at that time, it was like very small. Yeah. But he was amazed. And because he'd like, he didn't know he could make any money at this. Right. Really, right. 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 He so you know the
0: potential of it,
1: yeah. Oh no, and then I think that year, we, you know, I helped him make a, an important decision that you know he made essentially on his own in the end, but I just supported and gave him my two cents on, in terms of his shoe and clothing contract, that to wait after the games. That I think you know gave me um, gave like him some credibility, some, in yeah, credibility yeah, yeah. and some, and him some trust and, and sort of desire to continue to working with me, can, yeah. I think at that time I was like, dude, you need to hire an agent. Right. You know, And he's like, eh, why don't you just help me? Right.
0: And so then you started working with Matt, yep. your, your clothing company. So so right now, um, and uh, we, we could talk about, um, you know, your new, your new ventures, but yep. as a business, right, as Matt O'Keefe, the businessman, you have, obviously you're representing athletes. Yep. You have Redline Apparel. You have a, a, a new opportunity with a, a competition that's coming up. But th- are those the three verticals right now that you're focused on?
1: Yeah. So the clothing and um, athlete representation in in uh, yeah, obviously the 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 waterpalooza piece, and then the um, you know brand digital experiential marketing as well, it, which is a newer piece with my merger, which we'll talk about obviously.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so so backing up on just the athlete piece, so you sign Matt, you start working with him, and then and then basically, how did you meet other athletes?
1: A lot of it was because of Matt. You know, right. and I think his confidence in in my support of him, um, and it wasn't me asking him to do that. i you know, and I think that's an important piece of this. Like I never looked at that as a business. That was, right. I'll tell you, Jason. I I looked at what was coming to those those kids and in yourself at the time. Even um, even though we didn't know each other, and, and I was you know, I it it was it became, I became passionate about that, protecting them. Right, trying to get them a,
0: a fair deal. Yeah,
1: yeah you know and he he um I met others through him really and because people would say like hey how did you get your Nike deal and he's like uh oh, talk to O'Keefe for right 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 you know and uh, you know who helps you and he would say that and it just kind of went from there and it was all referral I you know I never really called anybody
0: you know it's funny that's a very similar to way to where how Hinshaw got involved in this right. him and I started working together and then I was like well dude Hinshaw's a homie uh I think uh you know Camille might like him or whatever, whoever it was. And I just started sharing like it, because you want to help other people in your space. Right. I mean, especially with, with things like this, yeah. you want to see people be successful. And speaking of that, like, where do you see the deals? Where were they? and Where are they today? And where do you think they're going in cross? And I'm just curious, like, how many people do you think, and I get this question a lot and I have my own opinions, but you have a different lens. How many people do you think in the CrossFit space can make a full-time living off sponsors and full-time living being, let's just quantify it, I don't know, making 60, 70 grand a year, let's just say the argument. I mean, how many people do you think are in the CrossFit space doing that right now?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. In, it's very top-heavy. Uh, very top-heavy. Yeah. I think, you know, a, a lot of my clients are in in that position. Of course. Uh, uh, we represent close to 20 athletes overall. Um, you know, knowing the space. Yeah. It's very limited. There's probably 30 people, maybe 30 people. Yeah. yeah.
0: 30 people. And then, and then between, so you're thinking 30 people for, uh, 30 people for, by the way, there's a rolling cart coming by us. We're in the middle of a conference room. No big deal. So 30 people are making like more or less a living, which is a good indicator, which is a good number for us to discuss on because I think people might have a different perception one way or the other, right? Mm -hmm. And then now your athletes from, let's just say five years ago, how how have the deals escalated over the last five years? What have you seen in the transition? I mean, are the deals looking significantly better or have you seen the sponsorships come in kind of hot? And then they test out the market. They see, because at the end of the day, someone's not going to pay a million dollars for someone if they don't see an ROI on it. So if you've seen sponsorships kind of get more expensive in the beginning, right? She had more competition. Let's use, I don't know, Nike and Reebok or whoever, right? Then maybe one of the partners, either one, Represents that maybe they're not getting the exact value they thought, and so in return, now the next offers are actually gonna be less than the previous offers. Are you seeing that, or you think I'm or
1: no, no? It's a yeah, I think it's something I've been cautious with too. I think early on, I, 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 uh, I, and I and I've said this to people before, I didn't really want to get blood out of the stone because I didn't want that experience. I think it was very important for partners to feel value, yep, you know, um, and so that. We were working in five- and ten-year relationships rather than one-and-done in, in type situations uh-huh. because branding a, a, a kid, an athlete, and then rebranding them over and over again is it's a hard. dangerous thing yeah, as it, well. It, you know? it, it is.
0: It, and so for you, so a lot of the deals that you've been doing yeah. are a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's not necessarily – when I say five and ten years, I say that um, – Setting them up to be successful for that long, not necessarily contracting them that long, just so that, Uh, you know, after those two years, there was an ROI, you know, And, and that's a hard thing to do because, you know, you do need to push for your client. Um, and But you also, you know, we're partnered with the partner, too. Like, this is a partnership, right?
0: Yeah, and, I mean, so do you think that the partners that have came into the space, do you see them being in here for a long time? Do you see new ones coming in? I mean, where do you see the space going for, for a competitive athlete looking to get into across games and make money off sponsorships? I mean, do you see more opportunities, or do you kind of see, like, man, the top is kind of like the top. It's a huge barrier to entry, and the sponsors that want to come in and drop money have kind of already done that on their athletes. I mean, where, where do you see yeah, that?
1: Yeah, it's an exciting time. Jason it's um it's it's gone crazy for one to answer that question and um there's a lot of non-endemic brands so brands that aren't and you know involved or born in our space or fitness starting to come in that that gets it's super exciting
0: yeah I mean I saw Ram as a sponsor of the games this year um they had done something with me briefly a while ago but It's very cool to see because I would love to see athletes make a, a full-time career out of this. Um, but I do think, and maybe you could ask you, do you think that people think that the, I think the top athletes are doing very well for themselves, of course. But do you think that people think that, I mean, if you're taking 30th at the CrossFit Games, are you getting sponsorship deals right now? And what do they look like?
1: Yeah, no, no, that to answer that, you know, maybe one or two, maybe some travel support like that. That's that used to be the case where if you made the games, that was a thing, and you get sponsored. Um, it's becoming th- brands are thinning out; they're heard, um, and I'm, you know, and they're becoming more focused because it's an image play, right? You know, it's um, using Matt's likeness and yep. image, uh, Katrin, whoever it is. It's um, it really isn't about like how many social media posts everybody gets and things like that anymore so it's you know whose image are they going to look for they're going to look for those bigger influencers you know right they'd rather
0: pay more for the top necessarily yes, it and, works too right yeah and, and i mean and i always have this thing that i have to say about people like my, my whole theory is prove as much value as possible because if you establish yourself as an industry expert in something there's always ways you could back into financial means in the future right if you become an expert at um, you know, for Hinshaw's a great example, right? He, all these triathlons, all these Ironmans, he then established himself as an expert in aerobic capacity. Now people will pay for his knowledge. Do you think in the future athletes will, um, need to start segmenting off in a way that they kind of educate more? Do you think they could still just be a figurehead that they're phenomenal at this sport and they'll, I guess I'm curious, like, do you think that some of the athletes should pivot a little bit, especially at the bottom of the pack? to be more educators so that sponsors can then come in on the back end of like their, 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 um, seminars, things like that. I mean, or do you not see that being a
1: case? Yeah. I mean, it's, the answer is all of it, right? You've got to find your niche, right. And it's, um, we work really hard with our, even our people that are making great money on what's next, you know? And I think, yeah, it's, you know, um, finding a niche in the educational side, you know, is it an image player? Are you gonna model? Are you gonna broadcast? Like what? You know, where are you going? Are you gonna you know become? Uh, are you gonna blog? Are you gonna speak? Like you know, where are you going? Um, and I think on that lower end, I think maybe the natural piece is you know if you know coaching, teaching, you know helping people with fitness, right? Um, maybe using some of that little star power you might have gained here to, yeah. Know,
0: some to yeah, some online programming, some different types of stuff. Yeah. So you, 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 you spoke about a new merger. I'd like to hear about it in the last couple of minutes. We might go over by one minute. Um, cause I know you got to go to, well, what's the new merger? What's the, what's the, so what's up for Matt O'Keefe in the future? I mean, you, you've, you've gotten these athletes in the last, you know, from my understanding, three, four years, you've gone from just Matt to, you know, quite a few, you've got the t- tip of the spear. You see the deals, you see the horizon, you know what's going on. Cause you're the one talking to a lot of these people. Where does Matt O'Keefe, where do you, what do you have planned? And then where do you see CrossFit going in the future? Uh, out of curiosity
1: yeah no i think um uh, you know i i'm always looking to get better for for what i am and what we are sammy mona's matt's fiance and i work together um you know we represent a core those are our people you know how can we get better for them um and you know we we saw an opportunity this year to merge with a company in miami that actually had bought a a majority interest in Wadapalooza. um and in the bottom line was they're very good at the talent side and marketing side it's what they do at their core they grew and sold a business called Aventus, um a few years back for a huge transaction and worked with a lot of fortune 500s um have a you know they work with pitbull for in the music industry they're very big in the music industry and we saw a lot of symmetry with them to help us get better at that you know helping our people um you know the mats the Catrons, whoever it was and um the waterpalooza piece sort of came sprinkled on the back side of that i think um i was you know um, i've always known steven guido um have a ton of respect for what they've done um still do and and um you know i think that when that opportunity arose i think it was scary to to think that that would be on my plate as well but um exciting because i think it's an opportunity for me to you know help the community and, and and grow something that's already started it is really nice so um long and short of it is yeah i'm loud and live sports now we merge with loud and live um we want to you know be a you know boutique focused fitness sports marketing agency with events athletes and um doing brand marketing work uh and you know we're really hoping to get better you talk about the waterpalooza piece that's a probably another 20 minute amrap but it's uh an exciting piece that we're really looking forward to taking what's already established there and and growing it and making it better.
0: Well, I got to tell you guys, if you didn't know who Matt O'Keefe is, now you do. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more about your name, your business, what you have going on, and uh, I'm, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for you to go pick up Matt, to go take him, to go win his uh, his third championship. So thank you very much, and uh, hope you. you guys all have a great day. Make sure you leave your comments. Make sure you leave your ratings. Let us know what your thoughts are, and have a good day.